Hello everybody and welcome to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm so happy to be back. I am LaShondra Grays, the apartment lady, your host, and this is the third season. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this is the third season, the 20th episode. So this season, we're going to focus on a site um, called Quora. If you don't know what Quora is, Quora is a peer-to-peer um, a site where you can actually ask questions and answer questions, and it's a peer-to-peer source of information. So I have two spaces on Quora. One is eviction, and the second one is the housing market after COVID. What we're going to do this season is we're going to take questions that has been asked in either one of these spaces and then we will feature a particular episode on a question and um, you can follow the spaces and ask questions in the spaces if you want one of your questions to be featured on any one of the episodes all right so Without further ado, you guys know I have to say a prayer before I get started, and then I'll just jump right into the question that we're going to feature this episode. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you right now with praise and thanksgiving, saying thank you for your grace, mercy, love, understanding, wisdom, in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, before I come before your throne, I ask that you forgive my sins and the sins of the souls that's under the sound of my breath, even until this very second, Father. You said, if I put my plans before you, you would establish them. You said, if I seek you first, your kingdom and your righteousness, that all of these plans will be added unto me. I plan to give out valuable information. I plan to get that information out in a way that people can understand it, Father, in the name of Jesus. And that's it. And so I'm seeking you in prayer. So I know that all these things will be added unto me. Thank you. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so the question that we're going to feature today, and it's in the eviction Quora space, it's where do people go once they are evicted? We have seven answers to go through in this space, and I will give my comments on each one of these answers. So the first answer that we receive, um, and I'm going to remind you again that the question was, where do people go once they are evicted? The first answer was, um, they go to a parent's house, a friend's house, relative's house, homeless shelter. None of these are what you want to do, but if you've been evicted, you do what you have to do. Smart people move out before going to court, and then they'll go to the hearing. That way there is no judgment against you. And when you get back on your feet, you can get another unit. If you move out and don't go to the hearing, there will be a judgment against you. So I had to comment on that answer because once an eviction case is filed on you, the judgment is there, whether you win or not, whether it's dismissed or not, the judgment is there. And so my comment to that answer was once a court case is filed the eviction is on your name if you win the case the eviction will show up it will show up as dismissed 
And the person who answered, they also commented. And I liked their comment because they were right. And this is a landlord who was commenting on um, their the answer. Um, and his comment was, there are different off-ramps in the eviction process. And most places, the first notice you get is from the landlord and there is no record of it in the court. If you leave when you get the notice, there is no court record. The second notice is going to be from the court. So the smart thing to do is to never let it get to that point where it goes to court. Even if you have... Um, even if the court has sent you a notice, a dismissed eviction is not nearly impending um, on a completed one with um, a sort of order. I'm reading, you guys. If an applicant has a dismissed eviction and tells me up front about it, I will voluntarily offer higher deposits and higher rent to make up for the higher risk that that is going to start looking pretty tempting if they come in with the story about how fair their previous landlord was they have not learned anything from that experience and is going to um, keep looking i don't have a unit for you if they hide it and I find it, it's a definite no. So basically, this landlord is saying, and he's right, and I agreed and upvoted his um, response to my comment. What he's saying is, if you get a five-day notice or a 10-day notice, depending on what you did, a five-day notice uh, may be for non-payment of rent or a three-day notice in other states, and then a 10-day notice would be if you did something to damage the property or um, you broke any of the agreements that's in the lease. You get a chance to pay or quit with a five-day notice, meaning you get a chance to pay off the arrears or you have to leave. And what this, and then with a 10-day notice, you really you just have to leave. And so if you don't leave in any of those instances, um, then the landlord can file an eviction in the court. And so this landlord is saying, you know, if you leave, then there is no record of it. Or if you pay the rent up, then there is no record of it. And, and so if you leave, then you won't get an eviction. Then it'll be easier for you to get another apartment because it's not on your record. Um, he's also saying... If you, if your case is dismissed, he would um, consider you as a tenant. But now you're a high risk tenant because you have that eviction. However, he's saying if it's a dismissed eviction, then he would um, offer higher deposits and maybe uh, raise the rent up a little bit just to make up for that higher risk. He also said. If you come in with a story talking about the previous landlords, no, he won't rent to you. And he said, and if you hide the fact that you've been evicted and he find out, he definitely won't rent to you. And I think that that is fair because you guys have to understand, once you get an eviction on your record, um, people are pretty much homeless or have a hard time getting another apartment for one to five years. And that's a minimum, okay? Let's go to the next question. I mean, let's go to the next answer, and I'll remind you of the question. The question is, where do people go once they are evicted?
The next answer was um, in Victoria, it gets difficult. And this is a longer one, so I have to. In Victoria, it gets difficult. There is a waiting list um, of years for public housing. And if the reason the tenant was evicted was for things like destruction of the house um, they were in, they will be backlisted. No real estate agent will accept or recommend such a person to a would-be landlord. What they do is use false names and identity, so their crimes do not follow them. Since the changes of um, from 18 months ago, they cannot be offered a low-quality property where it doesn't matter if, they're, um, if they are damaged. Um, you guys, I'm reading these answers, so I will summarize the answer. Uh, the minimum rental standard, a valuable property is too much um, risk. There are emergency accommodations provided by charities, but these are supervised rooms without the freedom of a rental property. Places of last resort or the worst of the worst. Okay, so basically what she was saying was um, there's no, when the person get evicted, I mean, the public housing wait list is very, very long. Um, the real estate agents, they will not recommend them. So they'll be backlisted, um, period, because when you get an eviction, it's hard to get another apartment. Um, she said that they often use false names and false identities. Um, and then uh, she said that, there were changes made uh, to the rental laws that um, said that the landlords couldn't offer low quality properties, even if a person has been evicted. And then her, her last statement was the emergency accommodations would be a shelter, which you guys know a shelter is um, it's regulated and there they you, you just don't have a lot of freedom. OK, and she was right. Um, in most, uh, countries, states, cities, once you're evicted, it's a hard, you, it, it's going to be hard for you to get another apartment. And then, um, and shelter may be your last resort. And that's if they have any room in the shelters. She was, I mean, and then the wait list for public housing in every state, in every country, every city, they're long. There are so many people waiting to get one those into a public housing um, um, unit that, you know, you don't have two years to wait to get into a unit when you've been evicted right now. Okay. I'll go to the next question where I'll go to the next answer. And the question is, where do people go once they are evicted? So if you just came in, I'm on Cora. I'm in the eviction space, eviction um, with, without an S, and this question was posed in that space. There are seven answers, but I may not be able to get to all seven answers. And the last answer came from um, Victoria, Australia. So even in Australia, I'm in the United States, but even in Australia, they have public housing and they have all um, these RTLOs, residential tenant landlord ordinances. It's the same thing. 
So let me, uh, give me a second. <clears throat> okay. So then the next one came from someone who said that she lived homeless 75 days in her car or in sleazy hotels. Um, she said, I went to a hotel, danced in my car until I could save up enough for a down payment and first uh, month's rent on the townhouse. I was extremely fortunate that a couple gave me a second chance and rented their place to me. One thing that saved me is I was able to rent before the eviction order showed up on my credit report. Everyone is not as fortunate as I was. Some end up getting government assistance, hotel or rental property vouchers, that's section A. Others may crash at a friend or relative house. Some end up in shelters while others sleep on the street. Each person's experience and story is different. She is 100% correct. Now, she said that she slept in hotels and then she finally moved to her car so that she can save the money for the first month rent um, on another apartment. And then she also mentioned that a couple gave her a second chance. That's very important. Now, um, she did say that um, the eviction order hadn't showed up on her credit report. You guys, evictions don't show up on your credit report. Evictions are public records. They, they don't show up on your credit report. However, um, when you apply for an apartment, there are three things that they look for in this apartment application uh, process. They look for your credit, your background, and they run an eviction check. And that's where the eviction um, would show up. So this couple probably didn't run an eviction check. They probably just ran a credit check because it's different for um, all the landlords. Some landlords don't run eviction checks. Some landlords just run a regular credit check. But, but most apartment applications, um, a landlord can run all three checks at one time if they run the checks through um, a tenant check company. That tenant check company will run all three reports because they know that that's what the landlords are looking for. So she was very fortunate. Um, and she's right. People will crash at a friend's house, a relative house. Um, like I said, shelters or on the streets. I mean, <clears throat> once a person gets an eviction on their name, it's, it's a problem. Um, it's a real problem trying to find another place to stay. Okay, we're going to go to the next answer. Where do people go once they are evicted? That's the question, you guys, and I'll go to the next answer. Um, this lady said, there are choices. One, find another private rental. Not easy as a no decent landlord would take you, especially if you've been evicted for non-payment of rent or damage to the property. Understandably, they require references. If you have been evicted by your previous landlord, don't expect a reference from him or her. Number two, public housing, but the waiting lists are long. 
Number three, shelters, check the rules. I know one um, that specifies, I know that one um, specific, I know one that speaks, she says specifies, I'm sorry, that anyone spending the night there has to be in by 9 p.m. Nobody getting, nobody is getting in after that time. Number three, couch surfing, never more than one night at a time and be sure to say thank you. Number five, parent or parents' places, but remember their place has rules too. Number six, someone's garage. People will char uh, charge more for a garage than is usually um, for a comfortable flat. So you need to be careful. Number seven, sometimes homeless people live on the streets. It's not an easy life. A person living on the streets is open to the elements, dependent on charity, likely to be asked to move um, by the police, has difficulty complying with COVID regulations, and cannot put anything down for fear that it would be stolen, usually by another homeless person. It's, uh, and it is everyone for themselves. There is no camaraderie in the streets and it's everyone for themselves. She had seven choices and each one of those choices I agree with. I mean, find another rental, but that's kind of hard. Public housing, waiting lists are long, homeless shelters, have a whole bunch of rules, calf searching, usually can't stay with anyone for a long period of time. Parents place, a lot of people don't have a parent to stay with. Uh, someone's garage. Well, if you're living in a rural, I mean, if you're living in um, a city, a big city, and there's only apartment buildings, then that garage, that's not that's not even an option. And then homeless thing on the streets with children. Oh my gosh! But people do it. You see homeless people all the time, and you, you try to figure out what happened. How did they get to that point? And Okay, so we're going to go to another answer, and the question is, where do people go once they're evicted? So I'm scrolling down to another answer. And this answer was, I left, so I would not have an eviction on my record, but I lived in my car with my dog for a couple months. So you guys have heard that answer um, before when the landlord said if they leave within the, that notice that the landlord provide then it never goes to court and so this person said she left um, before you know it went to court but then she lived in her car for a couple months so she can get on her feet sometimes people don't have that opportunity to just get up and leave especially when you have a family but that is um actually the best thing to do you guys because i mean when you get an eviction on your name it's there now another answer said prison you guys, you have to understand, Quora is a peer-to-peer -peer information source. So um, you can ask questions and answer questions, and all of these answers and questions are coming from your peers. So it may be, it, it, you know, it can be a professional, a real estate agent, um, a, a lawyer, or, I mean, a, a, an attorney. 
or a housing um, specialist or even a landlord, but these are regular people. And so this person said they go to prison. Okay, that's not true. The next answer was, and the question is, where do people go once they're evicted? And the answer was friends, family, or homeless. And that person is correct. Friends, family, or they become homeless. So to my surprise, oh, there's another uh, answer. Uh, this answer is from Wesley uh, Calloway, and I can say his name because he is a moderator, um, an admin for one of my spaces, um, the um, housing market after COVID space. He has his own spaces. He's a commercial real estate manager and landlord and has been a landlord since 1982. And his answer was, sometimes they move to another property before it's on their record. You've heard that um, several times. If you move before it goes to court, then it will not um, be on your record. But sometimes it's hard uh, to do that. However, that's why Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, we, I mean, when, when you become a member, the first thing we do is give you a tenants' rights class, and, and it's based off your state. You have to pass that class. You have to take a quiz, pass that class. Once you have um, passed that class, um, then you'll get a certificate. But our thing is we want to make sure that people know their rights and, and know um, what options are available to them if they receive an eviction notice. Because when I got my first apartment years ago, <laughs> um, nobody told me, girl, you better learn your tenants' rights before you sign a lease. Nobody tells, nobody tells you that. And getting a place to stay, once you become an adult, you have to find shelter for yourself. You have to work, you have to get a job, and you have to find a place to stay. And it's usually a rental. You know, you're 19, 20, uh, whatever age you are when you, when it's time for you to get your own place to stay. It's usually a rental. And nobody tells you the rental laws. Nobody, nobody warns you about those things. And that's why Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation want to warn people about these laws and to let people know their rights and let them know their landlord rights so um, in hopes that they will become a better tenant or handle situations um, better. Like if you get to a point where you can't pay your rent, let me tell you. If you have a good relationship with your landlord, they may, they may be, um, I want to say, what's the word I want to use? they may be reasonable with you because each lease that you sign, there is a um, late payment fee. So then they may be, they may give you more time to pay that rent or whatever. And that's if you have a good relationship. Now, let me tell you about this relationship. A tenant landlord relationship, they're not your friend. Okay. They're not your friend. The landlord is not your friend. But they don't have to be your enemy. This is a business relationship. This is a contract. When you sign a lease, you are in a contract. Even if you don't sign a lease, you're automatically in a 30-day, month-to-month contract. 
and that contract is protected under the RTLOs. Having the lease is important because um, you know what the landlord expects of you and you're able to read uh, that lease and you're able to read those expectations. And if you know that you can't meet those expectations or you think that those ex expectations are too much, then you have a chance to say no. You guys, there are some situations where people are mean to their landlords and they have a nasty attitude, this, that, and another. And then when something happens, the landlord is not going to be so forgiving. You owe this rent. And if you don't pay, within, and if they give you a five-day notice and you don't pay uh, within those five days, you have to move out. And if you don't move out, then they take it to the courts and that's where the eviction case is filed. And once the eviction case is filed, it's public records, whether it's dismissed or not. So this is the show, you guys. And I thank you for joining. Um, it's time for affordable housing. Like I said, go to Quora. Go to Quora. Quora.com. Q-U-O-R-A.com. Q-U-O-R-A.com. Look for the eviction space on Quora. Join it, follow it, and you can ask questions. And one of those questions could be featured on one of our episodes. Well, I am LaShondra Grace, and thank you guys. I am so happy to be in the third season. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. I am LaShondra Grace, the apartment lady, and thank you for listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing. <laughs>